0: Thank you for joining us for our 21 Days of Prayer. It's our hope that during this month, you will encounter God in a fresh way. We're asking God together to open our eyes, to light our path, and to lead the way. Thanks for downloading this podcast. It's my prayer that this podcast will encourage you to spend all day today in an attitude of prayer, as you continue on this 21 day journey with us. Good morning if you're joining us online and if you're joining us later in the day, that's good too. And uh, good morning to all of you who are here. And we just want to thank you for being part of our 21 days, and uh, taking some time out of your schedule to spend some time in prayer, whether it's at 7 a.m. or sometime later on in the day. Uh, We're going to start, I'm going to play some songs, we're going to sing some songs together wherever you are, if you're in your car driving along and you know the words, that's cool. If not, we're going to try to make sure the words are in the stream as well. But we're going to spend a couple t- a couple moments singing some songs, and then we're going to focus on a time of prayer after I give you some uh, kind of guidelines of things to think about. So let's start and just ask for God to move in our time. Lord, we do thank you for giving us this opportunity, and we pray that you would uh, just move in this time. Over this next month, we pray that you would just do a work in our hearts, helping us to be people who have drawn closer to you and are more aware of your work in our hearts and in this world as a result. Thanks for giving us this time. Thanks for giving us this morning. Just would you continue to move in our hearts and reveal yourself to us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I've got a friend Closer than a brother There is no judgment Oh how he loves me I've got a friend And he is my strength He is my portion With me in the valley With me in the fire with me in the storm let all my life testify hallelujah we are not alone God really loves us God really His mercy is enough. His grace is sufficient. So come if you're needing forgiveness or healing. His mercy is enough. Oh, and this is our hope. The cross it has spoken, death is no more, Christ is the Lord, oh this is our hope. a father, what a friend, what a savior he is, we say, what a father, what a friend, what a savior he is, what a a savior he is, what a father, what a friend, what a savior he is. One more time we say, What a father, what a friend, what a savior he is, what a father, what a friend, what a savior. Our theme this week is going to be asking for God to reveal himself to us, asking for God to reveal himself to us in um, by opening our eyes to see that he's already there, by opening our eyes to see that he is already moving. Um, but there's this song that I've kind of really appreciated during our time going through the books of Samuel. And just listening to the way this psalm says, God, we know that you're the same God that you've always been. We're just asking for you to, um, to let us get a glimpse of that. Let us get a glimpse of the fact that you really are the same God you've always been and uh, help us to see you more clearly. So uh, it's a song that just basically says, God, we've heard about all these miracles in the past and we're asking for you to move in our lives in similar ways today. I'm calling on the God of Jacob Whose love endures through generations I know that you will keep your covenant I'm calling on the God of Moses The one who opened up the oceans I need you now to do the same thing for me Oh God, my God, I need you Oh God, my God, I need you now How I need you Oh, rock, oh, rock of ages, I'm standing on your faithfulness. I'm calling on the God of Mary, whose favor rests upon the Lord. I know with you all things are possible I'm calling on the God of David Who made a shepherd boy courageous I may not face Goliath But I've got my own giants Oh God, oh God, I need you oh god my god i need you now how i need you now oh rock oh rock of ages i'm standing on your faithfulness your faithfulness oh god my god i need you oh god my god Rock of ages I'm standing on Your faithfulness You heard your children Then you hear Your children now You are the same God You are the same God You answered Prayers back then And you will answer now You are the same God You are the same God You were providing then You are providing now You are the same God You are the same God You moved in power then God move in power now you are the same God you are the same God you were a healer then you are a healer now you are the same God you are the same God you were a Savior then you are a Savior now you are the same God you are same God Oh God, my God I need you Oh God, my God I need you now How I need you now Oh rock, oh rock of ages I'm standing on your faithfulness Oh God, my God Oh God, my God, I need you Oh God, my God, I need you now How I need you now Oh rock, oh rock of ages I'm standing on your faithfulness Your faithfulness You freed the captives then You're freeing hearts right now You are the same God You are the same God You touch the lepers then I feel your touch right now You are the same God You are the same God I'm calling on the Holy Spirit, Almighty River, come and fill me again, come and fill me again. Come and fill me again. again. Let's pray. Lord, we just ask that as we enter into this time of reflection and paying attention to you and your word, we pray that you would uh, move in our hearts, that you would teach us something, you'd reveal something to us. You'd open up our eyes and help us to see who you really are and what your will is for us. That you would begin to give us just a a greater glimpse of of the work that you're already doing in this world and the work that you are eager to continue doing in our lives. Lord, we pray that you would open up our eyes and that over these 21 days, you would reveal reveal yourself to us in such a way that causes us to follow you just more fully. So, Lord, thank you for giving us this time. Thank you for giving us uh, these moments. We pray for your continued guidance in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, well, um, today as we get started, I want to invite you. Let me put down my guitar first. We're going to follow a certain recipe for these 21 days. And uh, the recipe is pretty simple, pretty straightforward. What we're going to be doing over these 21 days is that we are going to uh, spend some time together in worship. We're going to sing some songs. And that's going to be sort of the the together time of worship. And so any one of these 21 days, if you have the availability and the opportunity to be here in person with us, it would be great if you would join us. If you can't, we understand, but we're going to start the moment with just focusing our hearts towards God in music. There's just something about um, starting your day off with some songs that I think can really be a lift to the rest of your day, but also can help you connect with God more deeply in that moment too. And so we're going to start our day's with a little bit of music, then we're going to have a little devotional thought. For many of those days, it's going to be me delivering that right here, and uh, I'm just going to be talking to the camera and the people in the room, and I'll bring you some thoughts of what God is laying on my heart, but we're also going to have many days where people from the church bring thoughts to you as well. People from the church who God has placed something on their heart that they want to share with the rest of you, we're going to have some of those days, and I have another number of surprise-ish, not really surprise, but I have a number of other pastors from other churches who want to offer you their words of encouragement as well and so throughout this month you're also going to be seeing video clips from other pastors sharing their encouragement to you uh, with regard to what they think God is doing, how God is moving in their heart and uh, I think that'll be encouraging to us as well. And so those are some of the things that are going to happen in our devotional time. But then we're going to spend around 30 minutes in just personal, private time with God. And uh, when we get to that time today, I'm going to give you some specific instructions for how to use that time in a way that I think will be really beneficial to you and to all of us. But today, I want to start this first non-Sunday day in our 21 days of prayer by sharing with you uh, some thoughts that I've put down in a blog post for today that you can access through our website. You can access it through our app as well, uh, in our 21 days devotional thing in our app. But I wanted to share with you a couple thoughts this morning of a passage of Scripture that I think is absolutely fascinating and really important for our time this month. And so if you want to flip to it, we're going to be in, uh, we're going to be in the book of Kings, excuse me, second Kings chapter six in just a little bit. But before we get there, I want to remind you of a couple of the things that I've mentioned from Sunday morning on the last couple of weeks. And I want to start with this whole idea of us being people who are not alone. Yesterday I shared uh, that David had this crowd of mighty men around him. And we looked at that, we looked at a whole list of his mighty men and some of their exploits and some of the things that they had done. And one of the things I mentioned yesterday is that we tend to think of David as sort of like the superhero guy, like he's Iron Man or he's the Hulk or he's one of these characters from one of these movies. He's he's a guy who, yeah, he's got people around him, but he doesn't really need them because he can have a solo movie himself too. But the thing that I pointed out yesterday that I want to remind you of today is that there's only one story in David's life, only one story that we have from David's life where he is on his own. It's the Goliath story. It's the only time David stands up in front of a bunch of people without their support. It's the only time David faces off against an enemy by himself. It's the only time in the story of David where he is encountering his foe on his own, where he is doing something on his own. And except for those rare moments where God might call us to do something on our own, uh, we recognize that David was a guy who only had one of those moments, and so we also probably don't have many. Except for those rare moments, I think God is calling us to do things together. And, and that's an interesting lesson, it's a good lesson, uh, but in the contrast, in contrast to last week, so not yesterday, but the previous week, in contrast to that, it breaks my heart. Because remember, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, David had heard a message that his son Absalom had declared himself the king. And immediately, David's reaction to that is, all right, well, I guess we better leave Jerusalem then, because if Absalom thinks he's the king, if the hearts of the people are going with Absalom, then then we got to run away. In fact, this is the passage in that context. It says this in 2 Samuel chapter 15. This is something from two weeks ago. It said, A messenger came and told David, The hearts of the people of Israel are with Absalom. So then David said to all his officials, who were with him. Just remember, it's, it's, right, it's written right there. He's got people surrounding him. With him in Jerusalem, come, we must flee, or none of us will escape from Absalom. We must leave immediately, or he will move quickly to overtake us and bring ruin on us and put the city to the sword. And this is key. Listen to what the officials say. The king's officials answered him, your servants are ready to do whatever our lord the king chooses. That means they're giving David the opportunity to not choose to run away. Because, see, they knew something that David had become oblivious to. They knew that David was not alone. They knew that they were surrounding David. And yesterday we saw in the list of David's mighty men, men who were just absolutely superheroes way more than David. We saw a story of a guy who killed 800 people with a spear by himself. We saw a guy who stood in a field and defended an entire field against a horde of just oncoming army. We we saw a guy who went down, this was funny, he goes down into a pit on a snowy day and kills a lion. We saw a guy who killed an Egyptian when the Egyptian had a giant spear and this guy only had a tiny, small club. We saw pictures in our study yesterday of all these People surrounding David who were absolutely legit superheroes, better than anything David himself was. And he's surrounded by these people, and yet he doesn't see it. He doesn't see the army surrounding him. He doesn't see all the people around him. And listen, I think you and I are in the same boat. I think for the last couple of years, we've gone through lots of periods of loneliness. I know I have. And I was trying to remind you yesterday that loneliness is an experience that we only have when we choose it for ourselves, because none of us are ever actually alone. Whether we have other people around us or definitely God, we're only alone when we choose those feelings. And that's what David was doing. He saw all these people around him, but he didn't see them. He was blind to them. And so as we get started in our 21 days... I want us to ask God to open our eyes, but to do it in a way that I think we need most. You see, David was oblivious to all the people around him, but that also meant David was oblivious to the will of God and the work of God that was in and all around him at that time too. Remember, he didn't consult the priests. He didn't say, does God want me to leave Jerusalem? He just got scared and he was blind and he ran away. But there's this interesting passage in the book of Second Kings. And in the book of Second Kings, there's a prophet named Elisha who's coming after Elijah. And Elisha is a prophet that um, we get a lot of really crazy, amazing stories. But in this one particular story, there's an enemy army that is rushing towards the city where Elisha is. And they are going to attack Israel. And Elisha's servant wakes up early the next morning and he sees this army. It says this in 2 Kings six fifteen through 17. When the servant of the man got up and went, when the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. That's actually only the first part of the story. I'm going to give you the second part of the story tomorrow. In our devotional time tomorrow, I'm going to show you the second part of the story. The first part of the story, though, is fascinating This servant wakes up, he comes out, he looks around him, he sees this army surrounding the city. And he says to Elisha, what are we going to do? And Elisha's answer is, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to do anything. Don't be afraid. Just relax. Just calm down, dude. The people with us are more than the people with them. The ones with us are more than the ones with them. And the servant is confused. He looks around. He does a whole 360. He sees there's no one near him. It's just him and Elisha all by themselves. They, there's no one around them. But see, Elisha knew something that this other guy didn't. I don't think Elisha could see what the man saw. I think when Elisha said, open that man's eyes, I don't think Elisha himself could see what was going on out there. I don't know that for certain. What I do know for certain is that Elisha knew what was out there. He was confident of what God was up to, even though earthly eyes couldn't see it. And so he says to God, he says, God, open his eyes to see. And then God opens this man's eyes, and he notices that the hills, as far as the eye can see, to all the way to the horizon, he is seeing literal flaming soldiers, horses and chariots of fire in all directions, 360 degrees. He's looking all the way around him, and they are Everywhere. Elisha had said, the ones with us are more than the ones with them. Elisha had not said, and they are literal flaming soldiers. He hadn't gone into those sorts of details. But when God opens the guy's eyes, the guy can see, oh my, there is literally no way we can lose. There is absolutely no way I even have to lift a finger. See, that's why Elisha can say, don't be afraid. <laughs> We've got, we got a flaming army out there. And I said that tomorrow I'm going to give you the rest of the story, which is pretty profound. But today, I just want to leave it there in that open his eyes moment. And I want us to spend some time asking God to open up our eyes. And so this morning, for our first time of prayer, Uh, Wherever you are, I want you to take as much time as you can, uh, between 5, 10, or 30 minutes if you can, and just spend some time in quiet. Every single time we gather together here, we're going to spend some time in quiet here, and then after that time, we're going to share testimonies and stories with each other. Now, we're, I'm not going to spend 30 minutes of uh, quiet time here today and just, you know, live stream the entire quiet time, but what we're going to do is every time we gather together here in person, uh, we're going to spend some time together here, and then we're going to share some stories with each other about what experience we had during that time with God. Here's how it's going to go. It's a practice that I learned way back when I was in high school, and it's still something that I find valuable today. What you do is as soon as you begin your time of quiet, you just spend a moment and you literally pray, God, open my eyes. God, show me what you're up to. And then specifically pray, God, show me where you were in my life yesterday. And then you get a piece of paper and a pen and you sit down and you say, where was God evident yesterday? And you literally just think through your day and say, was God in that moment? Do I have, did I experience God? Was he trying to show me something? Was he uh, doing something in my life? Where was God yesterday? And think through it. And there might be some days where you're like, man, I don't I don't really have much evidence of what God was up to yesterday. And those are the days when you pray a little harder. God, open my eyes because yesterday I didn't see you, but today I want to see you. And then there are going to be other days where you're thinking about your yesterday and all of a sudden the light bulb turns on and that thing that you thought was a nothing has all of a sudden taken on new significance and you recognize that God was actually in the midst of that thing. Write that down. And over the course of these next 21 days, I want us to cultivate the ability to sense God when he moves, not just 24 hours later, but that begins with this reflection exercise. And so you spend some time reflecting on yesterday. And then, once you've spent that time reflecting on yesterday, maybe God will draw your attention to a part of Scripture that uh, He wants you to move towards. Maybe He will draw your attention to a prayer that He wants you to be praying for someone in your life. And then you take the second phase of your time in quiet to read Scripture, to spend some time in prayer, and to mix and match the two. And then, at the end of that, say what am I hearing? What am I seeing? What am I thinking? And what am I feeling? And you just write down those things. After spending some time in prayer and reading God's word, you ask yourself these questions. What am I seeing? What am I thinking? What am I hearing? What am I feeling? And jot down some of those things. And over the course of 21 days, what I want us to do is I want us to be people who are more and more aware of God's guidance in our lives. And it begins with this prayer, Lord, open our eyes. And so we're going to shut down the live stream now in just a a couple seconds. Let me pray for you as you enter into your time of quiet this morning. And then let's make sure we get opportunities to share with each other somehow, whether in person or by email, phone calls, text messages, or our group chat system. Let's try to encourage each other with the things we are hearing God say, seeing God say, and sensing him whisper to us. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for um, giving us this moment, and we pray that as we turn our attention towards you right now, that you would open our eyes, you would help us to get a glimpse of who you are and what you're doing in our lives, in our world, and, and in each one of us. Father, I pray that you would open our eyes and that you would help us to see you more clearly today. And this week, help us to see how you were moving yesterday. Help us to see in your word and by the testimony of your spirit in our hearts, how you might be leading us and moving in our lives today. And Lord, give us eyes of faith the whole rest of this week and on from this day that we might know even when we can't see that you are with us. So, Lord, open our eyes, we pray, and move in all of our hearts today and this week, especially in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us this morning. Spend some time in reflection, you and God, and keep us informed on what he reveals to you. God bless you.